You guys are absolutely amazing. I want you to find your way back to your seats. Give somebody a high five if they're comfortable with it. If not, just leave it, I guess. Have the awkward, leave me hanging. Thank you, worship team. Come on. Feels good to be in church, huh? Feels good to be in church. Hey, there's a, there's a lot of you here. Good job. Give yourself a hand. Come on, give yourself a hand for making it out here on a Friday night. Hey, I... Uh, before, before we jump into tonight's message, I just want to take a moment and honor some amazing people. Um, there's a lot of people who aspire to be uh, great leaders, great pastors, great mentors, great coaches, great influencers, but it takes a great person to be a great leader. It takes a great person to be a great influencer. It takes a great person to be a great coach. It takes a great person to be a great pastor. And we have some of the most amazing pastors here in Manor House. Save the clap. I like it, but save it. We have some great pastors. You want to know why? Because they're great people. They're great people. And we're going to honor them and we're going to recognize them. And I know you just got seen, you just got comfortable, but um, I believe it would be appropriate for us to stand to our feet and put our hands together and give them the biggest I love you, we honor you. Stand to your feet. Come on and honor. You have Pastors Brian, Mackenzie, David, Crystal, Eugene, Victoria, Pastor Fed from downtown. Come on. Riley, Eugene is in the house. My goodness. You guys are absolutely amazing. I got to walk with them this last year, and uh, it's just been so much, it's been so much fun. I want to give a special shout out to our, our newest family member, the Eugene Campus. The Eugene Campus. Where are you at? You all right here? Eugene, 33 of you came out here. Driving like five hours. Come on. Hey, Manor House Youth, let's welcome the newest campus. They're here. They made it. Pastor Riley is an amazing youth pastor. It's just a good day to be in church and have community. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, open your Bibles and go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 43. You can have your phone on your phone. Um, we take notes at Manor House Youth. Don't forget that. We say amen in Manor House Youth. Don't forget that. We like to have fun. And uh, tonight we are going to have fun. Really quick, as you're finding Isaiah chapter 43, I want to give an announcement. Next week, 
uh, we have one conference next week, and we're having Pastor Banding here. If you serve anywhere in Manor House Youth, you are invited. Text future leader uh, to 503-212-9973 or talk to your campus youth pastor. And if you want to come and serve at that, we're also still looking for some dream teamers uh, to join us there. That would be absolutely amazing. Next weekend, uh, we're going to have some youth pastors. We're going to have some group leaders. We're going to have volunteers. It's, it's a conference for youth pastors and, and their teams, and it's going to be really fun. So I'm, I'm super excited. Isaiah 43, are you there? Three of us, we okay? Hold on, I got a text message. Let me go back to my Bible app, you know? Isaiah 43, I'm, I'm going to jump into this. I'm going to read this. Isaiah 43, verse 18. It says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I'm about to do something new. Look at your neighbor say something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I will create rivers in a dry Wasteland. I'm going to title tonight's message, Same, Same, But Different. Same, Same, But Different. Can we pray before we jump into this? Father, we thank you for this moment. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. God, we are so excited that you are a God who is not just sitting by, but you are a God who, who is here, who is engaged. Father, I pray you'd speak louder than I'm speaking in the next few minutes. I pray you would move in ways that I just, I, I couldn't even comprehend. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this space to just flow through and, and, and speak and align and heal. And Father, we're thankful for who you are. We're thankful for what you're about to do in Jesus' name. And everyone said? Come on, one more time. Everyone said? Okay, you sound good. Isaiah, Isaiah says, hey, God is doing something new. And he says... Can you see it? Can you see it? I think the question tonight is not, is God aware of my circumstance? The question tonight is not, is, is God aware of uh, our cities and our nation? The question tonight is not, is God aware of my pain and my hurts and my frustrations? The question tonight is, the question we're looking at tonight and pondering and reflecting about tonight is, God is doing something new can you see it? Can you see what God is doing? Could we even notice it? If God was going to do something new in Portland, would you even be able to tell? If God was doing something new in Vancouver, would you be able to tell? If God was doing something new in Eugene, would you be able to tell? If God was doing something new in your school or your home school, <laughs> uh, that would you be able to tell? If God was doing something new in your family, come on somebody, would, God, would you be able to tell? If God was doing something new in you, would you even be able to tell? Because God says I'm doing something new. He actually says I've already began. I'm already going. Can you see it? I'm not the best at noticing things, uh, just to be honest. Ladies, ladies, y'all are doing new things all the time. And it kind of puts us guys in a, an anxiety a little bit. Like, 
Y'all are changing up your style. Like, I, I honestly think girls are more aware of what's in y'all each other's closets than, like, your own. Like, oh, those are a new pair of shoes, aren't they? It's like, how would you know? Did you know how, like, people will come up to Maddie and be like, is that a new coat? I'm like, is that a new coat? You know, I'm like, we share a closet. I don't even know. It was like, I'm the worst. Like, I, I, I'm not good at noticing the new. Last week, Maddie and I were FaceTiming, and she's, like, looking in the camera like, you know, and, and I'm like, hey, you know, okay, you know, FaceTime, you know, so, and she's like, can you notice? And I was like, oh, shoot, she changed her hair. Looks great, babe, you know, like, looks so good. She's like, you didn't even notice, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the best at that sometimes. But I, I just wonder tonight how many of us, God is doing something new and we haven't even noticed it. I'm actually thinking tonight how many of us could be frustrated at God, irritated at God, uh, not happy with how life has gone because you're looking for something old to happen again or you're looking for something new and something else that's new and God's like, I'm not even over there. You can't, you, we're so frustrated with God, but are we looking at what he's actually doing? Isaiah says, can you see it? Can I teach this really quick just to get us all on the same page? That word to see me is the word yada. Look at your neighbor and say yada. Like yada, yada. And, and that word actually means, it means to know intimately. It means to know personally. It means to have an understanding on a personal level. So God, what Isaiah, what God is speaking through Isaiah, he's saying, hey, I'm doing something new. I make, I make rivers in the desert. I make pathways where there are no pathways. Can you see on a personal level what I'm doing? Can you see on an intimate level what I am, 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 am doing? That's what he's saying. So, like tonight, my prayer tonight, how many of y'all loved it when your mom went grocery shopping and your fridge was stocked? You know what I'm saying? Like the worst is when you like you get home from school and you open the fridge and you're like, oh, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you close it and then you like distract yourself, do some homework, and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. And you open the door again to expect something new. You know? And you're like, oh, that's right, nothing new is there. And then you like go do something then you come back and you're like man I'm starving and you're like oh yeah like it's still there nothing's changed that's what a lot of us are doing in life with our faith we're over here distracted we're like all right I'm gonna go to church again and I'm gonna see oh no it's the same oh like and then we distract ourselves for a season and then we come back and we're looking in like the fridge of our life and we're like oh no nothing's changed it's the same but I think that tonight what I'm gonna try and do is get you to peer into, like, because when your mom would stack the fridge, do you remember when you opened it and it was like the gates of heaven, like, you know? And I'm just looking at all this food that I can just take. Like, it's mine, you know? I like cheese sticks. Any cheese stick people? I'm a cheese stick guy. And those of you that take a cheese stick and, like, off the top, that's weird. No, you should, it's called string cheese to be strung cheese, whatever, shut up. So like, I'd be looking in the fridge and I'd be like, yo mom, like burying my head in the fridge and I'm like, hey, uh, there's, where's my, where's my cheese stick, you know? And my mom's like, look in the shelf. I might, do, I might've done this last week with Maddie, shut up. So I'm like, hey, where's my string cheese? And she's like, and it's, oh, it's right 
there. And the difference between seeing what God is doing, you have to know where to look. Because I promise you, how many of you have looked for your keys and you're like, oh, it's in my pocket. How many of you are like, yo, I'm looking for my hat. Where's my hat? And you're like, oh, oh it's on my hat. I just, tonight, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to, like, like open this door, this window, so that you can see what God has in store for you, but you just have to know where to look because I'm under the persuasion that God has more healing, God has more freedom, God has more power, God has more opportunity. I wish someone helped me preach this. Uh, God has more love for you. He has more family for you. Loneliness doesn't have to be your life because we're going to open the fridge and be like, God, where's my healing? And he's like, right there. Oh. Do you? Do you see it? We have to know where to look because I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss what God is doing. I can't miss. I'm a dad now. I can't miss it. I can't be an old dad. I'm, I'm a young dad. I think I'm a young dad. I don't know. But what if like I have to know how to look for the new thing. So tonight we're going to learn how to look for the new thing. All right, Trent, God's doing a new thing. Great, cool verse, cute verse. Now what? This is now what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to look for the new thing in the same thing. We're going to look for the new thing in the same thing. Hey, new year, new me. You know, like, sorry, man. I've been through 32, 31, 32. I always forget my age. Um, I just, I'm old. I've been through a lot of New Year's Eves, and I wake up the next day like, oh, yep, it's still me. Like, yeah, the year changed, but I didn't, you know? We were all so ready for 2021. We're like, yeah, and it was cool for 24 hours, and now we're like, yep, a new year doesn't change anything. Look for a new thing in the same thing. Look for a new thing in the same thing. Can God do a new thing in our cities? Can God do a new thing in my friendships? Can God do a new thing in my current family? See, I don't need to move cities. I don't need to move churches. I don't need new church. Because God's going to do a new thing. In the same thing. I don't need a new boyfriend. I don't need a new girlfriend. I don't even need those. God's not going to do a new thing in that anyway. So it, like I just, what if God did a new thing in your friendships? What if God could do, what, one, would we even see it? But two, would we even look in the same thing for a new thing? Would we even look for a new thing in the same thing? Joshua says he, 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 Joshua, you guys, y'all know who Joshua is, right? He hung out with Moses. Y'all know Moses, him and Pharaoh, they dueled it out, right? It wasn't really a duel. It was really God just tearing Egypt, Egypt up. And, and so Egypt's like, yeah, you can let my people go. Joshua is with Moses. They crossed the Red Sea. And God's like, I got something new. 
God's like, I have something new for you. It's your promised land. Like, this is for you. And Moses is like, that's awesome. Let's go in. Let's send in some spies, right? Joshua was one of those spies. He'd been to the land before. Like, it was new. And he went in as a spy, kind of undercover, kind of being timid, like, don't want to be seen. We're just scoping it out, trying to figure it out. I don't want to be like, yo, I'm here, because we're just not there yet. Like, like so, and then they come back, wrong report, and they just, they, the people that didn't want to go into the new thing, they were left behind. It's a sad story, but they were left behind. And the people who wanted the new thing were actually released into the new thing. But, but Joshua, God says this to Joshua, jo- or Exodus chapter 3. He says this. And now. Then you will know. Yep, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alicia. Then you will know which way to go. Since you've never been this way before. Same land, new approach. Same same territory of dirt, new approach. Same place, new approach. Same church, new approach. Same group, new approach. Same school. New approach. See, Joshua, the first time you went into this land, you went in as a spy. You went in hiding. You went trying to not be seen or discovered. But this time, Joshua, you're going into the land a different route and a different... You're going in as a conqueror. You're going in as a leader. You're going in as a change maker. You're going in as a difference maker. The same land, new way. Same church. See, you used to go to Manor House Youth, and we haven't had services in a while, so y'all used to go to Manor House Youth. I wonder if tonight we could take the same youth ministry but approach it different. See, last time you went to Manor House Youth, you were kind of hiding in the back. When you used to go to Manor House Youth, you didn't really want to be seen. No, the group thing isn't for me. I'm just spying it out. I'm just checking it out. Can I hang here? Am I safe here? Is this okay here? But this time, we're going into the same youth ministry, but a new way. This time, you will not hide. This time, you will not be timid. This time, you are going to lead. Can I get an amen? God can do a new thing in the same thing. I just, pastor, you don't understand, man. It's, it's the same thing. Listen, God's, God's not going to do a new thing around you. He's going to do a new thing in you. And that's what changes what's around you. Some of you are trying to get out of your current job because you don't like your boss. And God's going, I'm going to grow your faith so you approach your boss different. See, some of you are, well, I just, I don't, this time around, I'm going to approach my group leader and I'm just going to tell him the truth. This time, going to church, I'm just going to call up my youth pastor and say, hey, I'm struggling, can you help me? Instead of trying to hide and spy my way around healing, I'm just going to go, hey, I'm here this is me. Can I have some help? Because that's what we do. God's going to do a new thing in the, in the same thing. 
I just believe with all my heart that this youth ministry is going to do something amazing in these next couple years. I'm not convinced COVID-19 was a setback. I'm convinced it was a setup. And it hurt us. It hurt us all. Can I, just, can I just be real and raw? It hurt all of us. It shook all of our worlds. I am not saying that what you didn't go through was painful. What I am saying is that what you have left is enough to begin again. Because God's doing a new thing again. Well, Trent, you don't understand. Trent, you don't understand. I don't have a lot. Yep, that's what it looks like. But let's talk to the widow who just had enough to make one more meal for her and her boy. That's a little. Gave it to the prophet, and a miracle happened. Trent, I got a little. I, just, I don't have enough. I don't have to enough to start with. You do if you put it in the hands of God. God, my life's been busted up, broken up. Man, I've been in some relationships, and my life is just ruined, and I feel, I feel like, like I've done the wrong thing. I feel like I'm in trouble all the time. I feel like I'm running. I feel like I'm being chased by church and religious people, and they're trying to get me to conform to all this stuff. No, 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 no. Take what you have left and put it in the hands of God. Let's talk to the little boy who just had some fish and some, some bread. That's not a good meal, by the way. And just says, hey, God, I know you got a lot. you got thousands of people out here who are hungry. Maybe if, if I put this in your hands, you can multiply this thing. You're like, Trent, I don't, gotta not, I don't have a lot left. I'm saying what you have is enough in the right hands. God's going to do a new thing with the same thing. God's going to do a new thing in the same thing. Same place, new approach. Same place, new approach. Okay, Trent, I get it. Okay, God's doing a new thing. Yay. Like, I don't know if y'all heard the DC talk. You know, he's doing it. God is doing a new. Shut up. You guys are too young. Anyways, it was a cool song for me. I, uh, I am what I am. I grew up in church. I'm no longer frustrated at it. I'm just, I'm proud of where God has me. So, like, I get it, Trent. You're saying God's doing a new thing. I understand he can do a new thing in the same thing. Like, like I, I get that. But, but I'm, you're, you're showing me, okay, so look in the new thing. Like, like, like God's doing a new thing in the same thing. How? Okay, okay, how, like, I'm intrigued, bring me in, okay, I got another way, another way that we can find out how to do, God is doing something new. Okay, look for the new thing, not the old thing again. Can I preach this in like a 65-year-old church, is that okay? Look for the new thing, not the old thing again. The new thing, not the old thing. Again, I just want to let you know, you may not know this, but you're a part of a youth ministry that's done some amazing things. We've, we've reached millions of people. For real. Really? For real. You're a part of an organization that's reached millions of people around the world. But here's what I'm convinced. If I'm just looking for something that we used to do, or something that worked in the past, I will miss out on what God is about to do because I'm not going to look for the old thing again. I'm going to look for the new thing. Do you know where in our lives we, we've been taught that 
God is a God of second chances. Have you, have you guys been taught that? There's a song, I don't know. Our God is a God of second chances. <laughs> There's a reason I'm not on worship team. They're like, look at that guy. He is an idiot. <laughs> I, I know, I get it. It's all good. Can I just, can I just like burst your religious bubble for a second? I do not believe that our God is the God of second chances. I believe our God is the God of new beginnings. And a new beginning is way better than a second chance. Where, where does shame and guilt and condemnation live? In the second chance. And some of you are just looking for your next second chance. Can I get personal? I'm going to, even if you agree or not. Some of you are just trying not to do that mistake again. Because you're on your second chance. Some of you are just trying to hold on to the second chance you got. I believe God wants to give you a brand new beginning tonight. I believe you can look in the fridge of your life and a window can open and you can see all that God has brought from the storehouses of heaven, prosperity, healing, hope, love, grace, mercy, opportunity, power, free. All these things are ours. This is, God says, I'm doing something new. But we're living with a second chance mentality. I mess up, get caught. Okay, give me a second chance. This is not God, okay? God doesn't do what I'm about to do. God's not like, oh, you, you messed up. Like, oh, oh, little Bubba, I'm sorry, it hurt, huh? I know. Okay, well, here's, here's another shot. Good luck. It's hard out there. I know, the world is rough. We'll see how you do. And we're like, oh, God, I don't know if I can make it, you know? Like, and God's like, it's okay, I'm still here. I got grace. It's okay, I got grace for you. Like, now, it's okay, kiddo. Like, do your thing. Like, I, I, I'm watching. And if you miss it, I'll give you another ball. And we'll, you'll try it. Like, that's where guilt and shame live. Listen, a lot of you, this is what I felt in my just thinking and praying for this, this moment. Some of you are wishing something in your past didn't happen. Well, if I wouldn't have slept with that girl, that guy. Well, if I wouldn't have sent that text message. Well, if I wouldn't have gotten that DUI. Well, if I wouldn't have been doing that on my phone and my mom took my phone. Well, if I wouldn't have gotten caught looking at pornography. If I wouldn't have. If I wouldn't have. If I would, Some of you are just wrestling with this. If I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have. And you're just amplifying the shame. And God's going, that's not how I roll. I'm going to give you a whole new beginning. The Bible does not say that the grace of God, goodness of God, love of God, freedom of God, training of God, discipline of God just patches our life up together. So we look like these Christian Frankensteins being held by stitches of grace and stitches of love and stitches of last conference and stitches of a camp two years ago. And we're holding on to all these past things to give us second chances and third chances and fourth chances. God's like, no, I'm not going to take this thing that's been all cut up by the world and by life. I was cut up for 
for you. I was the one that was broken for you. So I'm going to give you a whole new heart. I'm going to take your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. God wants to do something new. And I just believe you have to say yes. He's ready. He's he's waiting. Some of us are going, man, I just keep trying to get over this thing. God's like, because you're you're thinking I'm the God of the second and third and fourth and fifth chance. That's not, that's not the goal of our Christian experience is to get another chance from God. Oh, I got to go to camp because I got to get cleaned up. Uh-uh. No, we go to camp to connect with God to get our mission for the next year. We go to conference and we go to, to youth nights and one nights to hear what God is saying, not to get all cleaned up. We'll clean you up. The Bible will do it. The Holy Spirit will do it. But this is a place to celebrate what God is doing. And if you're coming in here and you're like, you're like Trent, you don't understand. 2020, I got addicted to some stuff. God knows. Do you honestly think you're going to try and walk over to the healer and he's going to be like, nope, no fridge for you. Uh-uh. Good luck. Take another shot. The heart of God is probably saying, I'm preparing a table for you in the presence of your addiction, in the presence of your enemies, in the presence of your pain. I'm preparing a table. Actually, what's your order? Let me take your order. But we have to get to this. God's doing a new thing. But I'm not going to look for the old thing again. The old me would have... Bored on a Friday night, text some girl, text some guy, something stupid. The old me would have, man, just Netflix and and waste my time, waste my life. The old me would have, man, I'd say something, pop off to my parents because I just, I got a bad attitude. No, no, no. God's doing a new thing. He's, doing, he's making a way in the wilderness. He's turning your family around. He's turning your life around. He's turning your attitude around. He's turning your behavior around. He's turning your mindset around. And it's not like you're going to have to conform into this mold. It's going to be his love that compels you. God says, come to me first, then I'll show you my ways. And so it's in context of all his love and his grace and his mercy that enables me to go, oh, yeah, I can do that. Look for the new thing, not the old thing. Again, come on, who in here is saying, I'm not going back? Because we're not going back. Because God's doing a new thing. The last, the last one is declare that God is doing a new thing. Declare that God is doing a new thing. Can, I'm, I'm kind of nervous to share this with some of y'all because I don't want to scare you. I, I, uh, I'm from a faith family. My, my wife and I come from faith families. So we believe that your words are a big deal. We believe words have power. The Bible says that the words of life and death are in the tongue. Jesus, or sorry, God, it was Jesus and God, shut up. God created the world with his words. God created the world with his words. 
I believe that we create our worlds with our strongest thoughts and our most frequent words. So how do we, okay, I get it. Okay, Isaiah says this cool phrase, God's doing something new. Can we see it? I can kind of see it. Okay, I can't see it. I, I'm just going to be honest. I can't see it. Okay, great. Well, we're going to look for a new thing in the same thing. We're definitely not going to look for another state. We're definitely not going to look for another answer. We're definitely not going to look for another relationship. We're definitely not going to look for another church. We're going to look for a new thing in the same thing. Okay, I got that. Okay, I can do that. I'm not going to look for a new thing in something else. I'm going to look for a new thing right here. Okay, also, I'm not going to look for the old thing again. I'm, I'm not going to look for something we did in the past. I'm not going to look for like that song that gave me goose pimples, and I'm like, oh, it was so good. I'm not going to do that, so I'm not going to look for that. I'm going to look for the, the new thing. Okay, and also, I'm going to begin to declare what God is doing, that God is doing a new thing. Listen, I'm, I'm not telling you to just start saying stuff, and I don't live in fear. You know, like, like it was just so funny. People were like, well, everyone's going to get COVID-19. <gasps> Don't prophesy that over the entire world. It's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I was that powerful, you know. <laughs> that, was kind of, that was a kind of scary thought. I don't live in fear with words. If I'm walking around the house and I'm tired and I feel sick, I'm going to be like, babe, I feel sick. And she's not like, babe, don't prophesy that over yourself. Right, that's weird. I'm not out here saying words that Trent says. I'm going to say what God says. Saying what I say, that's new age. That's weird. That's trying to make some energy and feel the vibrations of the planet. And say, that's weird. I ain't doing that. That's No. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to say what God says. You can play too. That's cool. I'm going to say what God says. So how, so wait, you're telling me that I can create something new? Nope, I'm here to tell you God is already making something new. I'm here to tell you if you look in something else other than him, you're not going to find it. I'm also going to tell you if you look for the old thing, you're not going to find it. What you need to do is begin to hear what God is saying, and then you say what you hear, and then God does what he originally said. So let me tell you how society does it. Let me tell you how society works with attention and, and moving people and, 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 and marketing, all that kind of stuff. This is, how, this is how the world works. Hear, see, declare. But in the kingdom of God, we hear, we declare, and then we see, and then we tell the world, come and look. The prophet Elijah was standing in the middle of a drought, in the middle of a desert, and he said, I hear rain. Boy, you crazy. It's been dry out here for years. I hear rain. Listen, you're insane, man. Like, that's, you're, you're nuts. It's dry. Look, like, like, it's dry out here, man. I hear rain. Why is faith so hard sometimes because you're going to hear something from God and it's not going to line up with your outside life. But that's what makes faith, faith. When I take what I see and I submit it to what God says, when I take my insecurities, well, I'm going to be embarrassed if I tell my family, God blesses our family because we could have barely afford Christmas. But I'm going to say we're blessed because God says we're blessed. And I don't want to feel like an idiot in front of my 
family, but I'm telling you, all the emotion and your human side that rises up when we suppress that and submit it to what God said, and we say, we're blessed. God honors his word in your mouth. Wait, God's doing a new thing. Yeah, so we better hear it so we can declare it so that we can see it so we can get all of our friends to say come and look at God he's doing a new thing he's changing our lives he's healing people he's loving people he's drawing people in my church is a bridge it's not a speed but my church is welcoming my church will love you my church will let you be here and be broken and not be perfect look at what God is doing he's doing a new thing Proverbs chapter 18 says this. It says, the power of life and death is in the tongue, and those that love them will eat of their fruit. Pretty much what the writer is saying here is, you're going to eat your words. I almost, I almost titled this message, you're going to eat your words. Because if we are not listening to God, we will be listening to other voices. And it will change the choices that we make. And it will change the word that we make with our voices. And that is what will be created around us. I just, some of you, your homes are tense. You're always fighting with your parents, man. Can I just be real? Can I just cut to it? Yeah, we were all locked up together. And I get, man, every family in here is busted up. If I had to live with my family for a week, Lord have mercy, I would be, yep, I get it. I get it. But do you, if you know God and you know that his, his, his plan is peace in your home, that peace can flow through you. The Bible, Hebrews says that this book is alive and it's active. Correct? What does that mean? It means that God said it and he is now saying it. It means that God declared it back in the day. It's an old book. I hear that. But it's alive and active. And when I mix it with faith, God declares it today. God said it a long time to, uh, ago. But it's the church's job to say it again. And I'm here to let every student know, every parent know, everybody online know that God is doing a new thing in your city, in your church, in your family, in your relationships, because he's doing something new in you. I'm getting hot. Hold on a second. I'm getting sweaty. Okay. My, my prayer is that we would not go another year 
without stepping into the new. I don't want to be young, but be old. You know, say like youth doesn't have an age. Well, you know what? Being old doesn't have an age. You can be 18 and be old. You can be 18 and act old and not mature. Like, I don't want to go out. That's not for me. God's doing something new. I want to be like 60 and be on like the front line of all things that are new. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's send the Instagram post and see what people get angry. Like, let's try it. Like, I want to be that guy, like in my 60s. Like, because God does new things. And if we're doing what we've always seen, we'll never see what God is doing. And God is doing something new in your life. The question tonight is not, does God hear me? The question tonight is, is God aware of my pain? The question tonight is not, is God aware of what I'm going through, my pain and my mistakes? The question tonight is, can you dig deeper than all of that and realize the undercurrent of what you're feeling is that God is doing something new? Can we dive into that and see, yada, can we see it? Well, the key to see it is to say it. The word yada also means to declare. The prophet Isaiah goes, God's doing a new thing. Do you have the boldness to declare it? God's doing a new thing in your school. Do you have the boldness to declare it? God's doing a new thing in our church. Do you have the boldness to declare it? Well, I'm going to feel funny, man. It feels like everyone's doing like the old thing still. No, God's doing a new thing. God just needs someone bold enough to say it. Give the Holy Spirit something to work with. If you want to go ahead and stand to your feet. Can you say it? Can you say it? Can you say it? Well, Trent, I've tried this before. I've done this altar call thing before. I know God's doing a new thing. Can you say it? But Trent, I've done the church thing before, and it feels like the same thing. But I know God's doing something new in you. Can you just have the 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 bravery and the boldness to to surrender all those no's? And, and, and say one yes and say it. Oh, pastor, I've tried this before. We're going to try again. Can you say God's doing something new in your family? In you. Well, Trent, I can't see it. You can't see it because you're not saying it. You're never going to see it unless you say it. Now, once again, hear me. I'm not saying like, go out and yell at the butte, like, be moved, mountain, because that's, don't. That's not a good look on us. Please don't do that. When you're sitting in traffic, like, come on, God, move this track. No, that's, nope. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about the pain that you've had. That loneliness, that, that you can sit in your loneliness. If Elijah can sit in a drought and go, I hear rain. Can you just sit in your loneliness and go, I can see a community around me. Can you sit in your addiction and go, I can see myself free. 
Can you sit in your frustration and go, I can see there's some things I don't understand. Can you sit in your pain and go, I can see the purpose in this moment. Because if you never say it, you'll never see it. So just right here, if we could just close our eyes and, and bow our heads, I just want to give a moment just to respond to Jesus first. And um, God's making all things new and you could be here tonight going, Trent, I, I heard you say, you know, new, same youth ministry, but a new approach. What about same, same Christianity, same following Jesus, but a new approach? I believe some young people tonight are going to start pursuing God in ways they've never pursued God before. I see young people tonight looking at friends going, listen, I can't hang with y'all because every time I hang out with you, I just become a worse person and I get irritated and frustrated and I have a bad attitude and I, I, that, there's a new me. God's doing something new in me so I can't go to the old thing anymore. But we're gonna start this moment off with, with Jesus. We're gonna run to Jesus.